Well, we've come to that part of the programme where we take a look at the Bible and something that we've all been talking about and praying about before the show today. It's taken from the book of Philippians, which was written by Paul when he was in prison in Greece, northern Greece, Philippi. And he says these words, Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything with thankful hearts. Offer up your prayers and requests to God. Then because you belong to Christ Jesus, God will bless you with peace that no one can completely understand. And this peace will control the way you think and feel. So that version is from the contemporary English version. And Jamie, I wonder what your thoughts are on those words. Well, listening to those verses this morning, it reminds me of the French uh, Renaissance philosopher, Michael de Montaigne, who wrote this 500 years ago. My life has been filled with terrible misfortune, most of which never happened. Because believe it or not, research has suggested that most of the worries that play on our minds and keep us awake at night never actually materialize. In this study, a selection of people were asked to write down a list of their worries and the imagined conclusion to what misfortune would happen. And it was interesting because what turned out was that 85% of what the subject worried about never came to pass. And with the 15% that did occur, 79% of people came to realize that they could handle that situation better than they had imagined, or they learned a life-changing lesson from it. So, Eventually, in conclusion, it came to realize that 97% of what you worry about is your own fearful self exaggerating and expecting the worst. So when these verses from the Bible say, do not be anxious about anything, to be anxious is defined as showing worry, nervousness or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. And really, what other time in recent history has the whole world been in that state or this state? And Paul is acknowledging at the time to the people of Philippi in this letter that he understands we worry about so many things where we won't know the outcome. And it does us no good. Human nature decrees we often think the worst. And the sad reality is, is that the effects of worry can be crippling. You know, that stress hormone that worry releases, it's been linked to various health conditions, premature aging, lack of sleep, family dysfunction and depression. However, there is a but in these verses, because most of us don't just stop our behaviours by having someone tell us, don't do that. It says in prayer and petition, present your request to God. That's the how we deal. That's how we deal with it. So why does he want to hear this? Let's remind ourselves of another verse. This is 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. But even better, there is also an and. And it says, and the presence of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And if we look at the definition of peace, which is defined as freedom from disturbance or tranquility, and in difficult, troubling, worrying times like we have at the moment, wouldn't you love tranquility? But this is God's peace, and it goes further than that. It transcends our understanding. It goes beyond anything we can imagine this to be, and it guards. In other words, it works to protect us from damage and the harmful effect that worry can do to us, both mentally and physically. Because in reality, most of our worries and what will happen will not occur. It will not turn out the way we were expecting. But that's easier said than done. So why go through that pain and struggle? Because at the time, we won't be thinking that. Why not try presenting these to God, asking him to take our worries and receive that peace that only God can provide? 
very good. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's awesome. Enjoyed that. So, what are your thoughts on on these scriptures, Pete? I really like. I love these verses, and I think they're really, really good news for us all. Uh, there's kind of two words I'd like to pick out that have really spoken to me as we've been looking through this verse or these verses. I'd actually like to go back to verse five because it's kind of a uh, an important point to me. In verse five, it finishes with the Lord is at hand. And that's in the New King James Version. In the NIV, it uses the word near. So the Lord is near. And it kind of, for me, it kind of leads into that, that verse six and seven. I love the fact that God is always near to us or he's always at hand. The idea of being near something or near somebody can be taken in many different ways. The UK is near to Europe or Stafford is near to Birmingham, particularly when I'm explaining where I, where I live to friends. There are shops near to my home or I have friends that live nearby. But God is closer than all of that. In the Psalms and other parts of the Old Testament, the writers talk about God being at their right hand. And that's, that's what's implied here in Philippians 2. God is so close that we could just reach out and touch him with our hand. God is just that close to us. Whether we acknowledge him or not is up to us. That's our responsibility to kind of think about things and, and, and reach out to God. But God is close. That's what he did through, through Jesus on the cross and raising to new life and uh, ascending into heaven. God is so close to you today. The second word that stuck out for me is the word guard. And the, the original meaning or the original Greek word uh, includes this. I love this. It includes the definition to be a watcher in advance. And the Bible concordance also describes this as posting spies at the gates. And I love that, this idea of, of God being a spy posted at the, at the gates you know, of, of our lives, as well as to hem in, to protect, to keep with the garrison, it also says in the concordance. So this word guard, you know, guarding our hearts and minds, that's what God does for us. He does that with us. And it's not just watching us closely from somewhere up in the sky kind of guarding, you know, like I, when my kids go off into the, the playground, uh, into the play area, and I stand there and just casually watch them as they're playing, you know, making sure they're not hitting anyone or whatever. God's not like that. He's not watching us from somewhere up in the sky. But because of what Jesus did for us, God is as close to us as our right hand is. He's closely, he doesn't just stand by a close, to, uh, uh, doesn't even just stand by a close distance, but he hems us in, he protects us. He actively watches out for us and guards our hearts and our minds. And it says in Ephesians 3.17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses all knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So if you're feeling anxious, worried, maybe you're under attack, things maybe just keep happening to you in your life, sometimes feels like that, or if, if you're happy and peaceful, I would really encourage you as you listen to reach out to God in your heart. Despite how you might feel, God is really close to you and he is longing to connect with you. So from that, Paul, what, what, have, you, what have you got from these verses? Well, I was reading these and thinking, Paul's writing them from a prison in a foreign land, as far as he's concerned, you know, northern Greece. And the emphasis to the people he's writing to is about prayer. And then 
you will be caught because you belong to Christ, then you will receive this peace. One of the things that struck me was that it is possible to be at peace in your anxious situation, whatever that may be. And I don't want to, I certainly don't want to lessen the situation that you might be in because I know there's some awful situations around at the moment and people are finding difficulty with their work or or losing their jobs in fact and financial situations and even losing loved ones so you can't lessen that but he's saying in all situations it is possible to have peace that's really good news actually really good to know and no matter what you're worried about or how you feel seem like never ending it can actually end and worry anxiety and fear can be overcome by you which is great news you might not feel that that's the case but this is what Paul is saying in his letter and he is someone who's experienced you know terrible fearful situations and just a little bit further on in this chapter of Philippians there is a scripture that I think is probably a favorite of a lot of people it's this it's Philippians 4 verse 13 it says Christ gives me the strength to face everything or anything. Some versions say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And once you've made that a reality in your mind, once you can have faith in those words, then I think even though sometimes life is just unbearably difficult, you can actually get through them. And with the the power and the strength of God inside you and acknowledging that, you can get through them.